Discussing Srimad Bhagavad Gita as it is, Chapter 3, Karma Yoga, Text 24. Utsedi Yurime Loka 324. Nakuryam Karma Chedaham Sankarasya Chakartasyaham Upahanyami Mahapraja Utsediyurime Loka Nakuryam Karma Chedaham Sankarasya Chakartasyam Upahanyami Mahapraja Utsediyurime Loka Nakuryam karma chedaham Sankarasya chakartasyam Upahanyamima praja Would like to chant? Utside yurime loka Nakuryam karma chedaham Sankarasya Chakartasyam Upahanyami Mahapraja Translation and purport by Isi Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada Shila Prabhupada Keej Translation Krishna is saying If I did not perform prescribed duties All these worlds would be put to ruination 
I would be the cause of creating unwanted population and I would thereby destroy the peace of all living beings. Purport. Varna Sankar is unwanted population which disturbs the peace of the general society. In order to check the, the social disturbance, there are prescribed rules and regulations by which the population can automatically become peaceful and organized for spiritual progress in life. When Lord Krishna descends, naturally he deals with such rules and regulations in order to maintain the prestige and necessity of such important performances. The Lord is the father of all living entities, and if the living entities are misguided, indirectly the responsibility goes to the Lord. Therefore, whenever there is general disregard of regulatory principles, the Lord himself descends and corrects the society. We should, however, note carefully that although we have to follow in the footsteps of the Lord, we still have to remember that we cannot imitate him. Following and imitating are not on the same level. We cannot imitate the Lord by lifting over the hill as the Lord did in his childhood. It is impossible for any human being. We have to follow his instructions, but we may not imitate him at any time. The Srimad Bhagavatam affirms, Naitat samachareja jatu manasapi hyanishwaraha vinashyati acharan modyad yatha arudro buddh abdhi jamvisham ishwaranam vacha satyam tatha vacharitam kvachit one should simply follow the instructions of the Lord and His empowered servants. Their instructions are all good for us, and any intelligent person will perform them as instructed. However, one should guard against trying to imitate their actions. One should not try to drink the ocean of poison in imitation of Lord Shiva. We should always consider the position of the Ishwaras or those who can actually control the movements of the sun and moon as superior. Without such power, one cannot imitate the Ishwaras who are super powerful. Lord Shiva drank poison to the extent of swallowing an ocean, but if any common man tries to drink even a fragment of such poison, he will be killed. There are many pseudo-devotees of Lord Shiva who want to indulge in smoking ganja, and similar intoxicating drugs, forgetting that by so imitating the acts of Lord Shiva, they are calling death very near. Similarly, there are some pseudo-devotees of Lord Krishna who prefer to imitate the Lord in his Ras Leela or dance of love, forgetting their inability to lift Govardhan Hill. It's best, therefore, that one not try to imitate the powerful, but simply follow their instructions. Nor should one try to occupy the post without qualification. There are so many incarnations of God, or so-called incarnations, without the power of the Supreme Godhead. Om Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Guruve Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kada Mayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamlam
श्री गुरून वैष्णवांश श्री रूपम सागर जातम सहगण रघुनाथन्वितम तम सजीवम साधवैतम सावधूतम परिजन सहितम कृष्ण चैतन्य देवम श्री राधा कृष्ण पादान सहगण ललिता श्री विशाखान्वितांश हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधु दीन बंधु जगतपते गोपेश गोपिका कांत राधा कांत नमोस्तुते सप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानु सुते देवी प्रणमामी हरि प्रिय वांछा कल्प तरुभ्यश्च कृपा सिंधु पतिता नाम पावने वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्री वासादि गौर भक्त वृंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा So Krishna is saying here, if I did not perform prescribed duties, all these worlds would be put to ruination. I would be the cause of creating unwanted population and I would thereby destroy the peace of all living beings. So this chapter is entitled Karma Yoga. And Krishna has given plenty of instructions for Karma Yoga. But fifth chapter is also... Uh, similar karma in Krishna consciousness. Little difference, technical difference. But uh, this theme that Krishna took, it starts from <coughs> uh, text 21, where it says, Yadhyad sheshtas tattatevetarojana sayyat pramanam karute lokas tad anuvartate. Whatever action a great man performs, common men follow. And whatever standards is set by exemplary acts, all the world pursues. So, that he's talking about great men. But thinking of himself, he's not acting as supreme personality of God. He's not showing up as. But he himself is bringing the caution to himself that, first of all, for if I ever fail to engage in carefully performing prescribed duties of birth, Certainly all men would follow my path. And if he did not perform prescribed duties, people follow him. People generally like to imitate the leaders instead of following the instructions. They say, oh, if he can do it, I can do it. We can do it. The Krishna here says, I'm I'm very careful about following my prescribed duties. Sometimes people ask, what about his Raslila and other Because they don't understand, first of all, the tattva or the truth behind Krishna's pastimes. He himself says in fourth chapter that my janma karma chame divyam. They are divya, transcendental, my janma and karma. But still, people people want to have an excuse (laughs) to do whatever their mind tells them. And then, and as Prabhupada also gave the example of Lord Shiva, 
Lord Shiva, such a great personality, Param Vaishnav. So people say, oh, he smokes ganja and we can smoke ganja. But Prabhupada clarified it. He's, he drank the whole ocean of poison. If somebody drinks just one drop of that ocean, he will be, he won't, he won't live, even for one second. And Krishna, if we talk about imitating his pastimes, which we cannot, which we should not, can't even think of. Especially they talk about, talk about his Raslila pastime. But what to speak of his Girdari Leela? <laughs> he held up the whole Govardhan mountain on the tip of his little finger, pinky finger of the left hand, not even right hand, for seven days and seven nights. If somebody thinks I can imitate Krishna, okay, let's just lift this table. It's not as big as Govardhan. Just one table, seven days, seven nights. Nobody can do that. But they talk about imitating Krishna's Ras Leela. Because it's in the perverted mind we have to enjoy opposite sex. So we want to have an excuse. We want to cite some great personalities. And then, oh, he did it, we can do it. No. And Krishna, whenever he performs his pastimes, they are so deep, so deep. We have to understand them by, in truth from an acharya. Then we won't even think of performing or imitating those pastimes. On top of it, Krishna performed all these beautiful, of course, he performed many, many beautiful pastimes outside Vrindavan also, but all these pastimes that we discussed mostly, they performed in Vrindavan. And Krishna left Vrindavan when he was 10 years, 8 months old. All these pastimes, Raslila, lifting Govardhan hill, uh, killing all the asuras, Gopi, Chirharan, Leela, all performed. Before, he was even 11 years old. So for an 11-year-old boy, there is no question of performing or following any prescribed duties. Only when he became adult, then he followed prescribed duties as a, as a kshatriya. And he performing, performed them very well. Like when, I was in, when he was in Dwarka, although he was living with 16,108 queens, and there was reason given for why he married all these queens. And um, he was living in every queen in different palace at the same time. That also we cannot imitate. At the same time, with div- in all 16,108 palaces, and doing different activities. It wasn't like... Um, uh, just like a TV image, same image in all the TVs. It wasn't like that. Different pastimes in every every palace. And every morning he would get up and perform his meditation and his yajna and giving charity to the Brahmins. Every day he would do that. And he was performing the pa- prescribed duties of grihasthas properly. So basically he's saying, if I don't perform, or if people don't perform their prescribed duties, then Varna Shankar or unwanted population happens. Arjun's excuse, one of the excuses was, 
if I fight this war, I'm going to kill all these warriors who have come here, who are men, young men, they will be killed. There will be nobody to protect their wives at home. And unscrupulous people, they'll take advantage of those widows. And they will be, they'll be the cause of unwanted population. Unwanted population is a problem. Even Arjun said, even Krishna says. <laughs> but whatever Arjun was saying, Krishna says, no, that, is, that won't be the cause of unwanted population. Unwanted population will happen if you don't follow your prescribed duty. And people follow your example, then unwanted population will happen. This is all to make Arjun fight the war. All these instructions are basically to tell him, you have to fight. And this is Karma Yoga, this is a chapter. Do your duties in the service of the Lord. But that is karma in Krishna consciousness. This is karma yoga means do your prescribed duties as a kshatriya. And if you don't, then the unwanted population will happen. And what happens when unwanted population happens? That's what Arjun says in first chapter. All the um, shwat ceremonies will stop. Social, uh, social services will stop. Because they don't know. They have nobody to train them. They have nobody to teach them. We think the society will teach. But no, society can only teach to a certain extent. But, but the, the elders in the family, they really give the right knowledge to the children. Because they have the right knowledge. But... If the unwanted population is, so the people themselves, they don't have the right knowledge, they don't have the right sanskaras, and the, the cycle continues. It's a big problem in this society also. <laughs> unwanted population. Unwanted population is not just uh, children born out of wedlock. If we don't do Garbadan Sanskar, also fall under the same category. And that's why all the sanskaras are mentioned, they're very, very important for every sane or um, uh, person in Varnashram, they have to follow, they should follow that. That's why Mahaprabhu said, uh, in Kalyuga, everybody is a Shudra. Yes, by sanskar, by purification processes, one can become a Brahman. But in the beginning, in Kalyuga, especially in Kalyuga, because we don't do Garbadan sanskar. <coughs> so now, what is Garbadan sanskar? Before the child is conceived, both husband and wife, they have to do the sanskar, they have to do the yagya, so that the and, and the mother's womb is purified by the mantras so that only a pure soul can come and take shelter of that womb. And this was a problem with uh, Kardamuni and uh, Aditi. Diti. Diti and Kardamuni. They conceived at the wrong time, in the wrong mood, 
the result being Hiranyakashipu and Hiranyaksha. They were born. We can say it's pastime of the Lord, they had to be born, Jay and Vijay had to come. That is okay. But the instruction that is there is not just conceive the babies. And and Kardamani says at this time Lord Shiva goes around with his wonderful associates, all the ghosts and hoblins, goblins, and he sends those because he is out of his mercy, he sends those souls in the womb of those kind of mothers and through the those fathers, those who are not following the process. And if those kind of souls, those who have become ghosts are definitely not very pure souls. So those kind of souls who have taken birth, what else they are going to do except create havoc in the society? People don't know. We also didn't know before we read Prabhupada's books. And we tried to follow Prabhupada's instructions. It's so important that people understand these instructions and implement them in their lives. And not just Garvadan Sanskara, afterwards also. There's a whole, there are ten Sanskaras in the life, or ten major, there are many other Sanskaras also. so to be to be followed to be become a proper human being, what to speak of becoming a devotee, and then the life is complete. Otherwise, it's all varna sankar, unwanted population. <coughs> so this is what Prabhupada writes. In order to check this social disturbance, there are prescribed rules and regulations by which the population can automatically become peaceful and organized for spiritual progress in life. And without trying to make spiritual progress in human form of life, it's just a wastage, complete wastage. No matter how much money we collect, no matter how many educational degrees we have, no matter how many, uh, to which powerful position we attain and then we die, what difference does it make? It won't make any difference. So many big, big leaders have come and gone. So many. Napoleon and Hitler and good leaders, bad leaders, both. They're just gone. That's it. What's a big deal? Napoleon just captured pretty much the whole world. But then when he died, hands were just outside and that's it. That's it. He died because of malaria. <laughs> One simple mosquito killed him. And then what? The Greek empire, that was he was leading. Now where is Greek empire? Where is even Greece? It doesn't even count in any of the big countries of the world, or big economic uh, empires of the world. And it wasn't too long ago, Napoleon was, not too long, it's gone. So similarly, so many big, big leaders, big, big politicians, we think, oh, without them, the world cannot run. No, the world will run fine, it will run better without them, actually. 
Similarly, the industrialists, big, big industrialists, die, that's it, gone. So it doesn't matter. Materially, whatever we do, it hardly makes any difference in anybody's life. So the best thing is to make spiritual progress. And to, for that purpose, Krishna himself comes when he sees there is a decline in religion. And he sets an example, gives instructions, wonderful instructions he has given through Bhagavad Gita. Or if he doesn't come, he sends his representatives. Go and establish religion. Religion doesn't mean Hindu religion or whatever. Real religion is to develop love of God. Love, service of God. Loving devotional service. That is a real religion. So he sends his representatives. Why? Because Prabhupada mentions he is the father of all living entities. And if living entities are misguided, indirectly the responsibility goes to the Lord, goes to the Father. So he wants to make sure he wants to give us an opportunity to follow the spiritual path. So he, he sends continuously, he'll keep on sending. But it's all up to us. What do we want to follow? Either follow the philosophy of eat, drink and be merry, that's it. Kaupiyojiyo. Or Kaupiyojiyo is there also in bhakti also. But Eat prasadam, drink charnamrit and have a life of full Krishna consciousness. With, by following the instructions, understanding the instructions, following, uh, leading a life according to the scriptures, that is a fulfilling life. <coughs> and 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 this is what Krishna said, that I come here, I set an example for all others to follow so that there is no unwanted population. Because unwanted population leads to many, many, many problems. And one problem is not a peaceful situation in the world. They always create trouble. Huge difference between Satya Yoga and now. Huge, huge difference. And Kali Yuga is going to get worse and worse. It's not going to get any better. So we will see all those uh, symptoms. Twelfth um, Canto Bhagavatam describes the symptoms of Kali Yuga. Not going to get any better. <coughs> so, so Krishna has come, Krishna's representative. Srila Prabhupada and other Acharyas have come, given us wonderful literatures, so that we can read them, we can try to imbibe the teachings. And then, as Mahaprabhu said, Janma Sartakari Kara Paraupakar. We have to preach to others also. We have to also give them a chance, so they can also perfect their lives. And then and then only they can be Vakuntha atmosphere in the whole world, in this material world only, there can be Vakuntha atmosphere.
and then in the end Prabhupada says there are so there are so many so called incarnations of God without the power of the Supreme Godhead. So so many people say I'm God or this person is God, that person is God, there is no such thing. If God is going to come, he will be mentioned in the scriptures. The scriptures hold the right authority. So that's why we have to follow the scriptures, try to follow, and lead a wonderful, peace, not just peaceful, blissful life, if we follow the instructions properly. So I guess I can stop here. See anybody has any questions or comments? Yes, ma'am. Beautiful, beautiful class, Prabhu. Uh, so many points that you have shared. Uh, one thing, as you said, that all these things were happening. Krishna did all this till he was 11. And after that, he followed all the prescribed duties. Same thing we see with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as well. He was doing all sort of things, teasing people, being friendly with the ladies, teasing them. But as soon as he became a sannyasi, he became so strict. And I was just wondering, like... You know, for, it is only possible, at least, or, the, or for the pure soul and for the God, that the, even if he does not behave like a brahmachari in the childhood, even if he is not trained into brahmachari in the childhood, they can become a perfect sannyasi and a perfect grihastha. And, um, and that, that gives one more, you know, point. I mean, we see our, our Guru Maharajas also, even if they were not exactly brought in Krishna consciousness environment, but they became such perfect sannyasis. Of course, the pure souls and God, but for regular people, they have to be trained in Brahmacharya. Otherwise, life becomes very difficult, talking from my own experience. Life becomes very difficult to follow those four regulative principles later later part of the life. So, I was just thinking that that's the point. Yes, yes, that's why training. Pralādmāra said, Komara Machrit Pragya, so from five years. Uh, but again, from 5 to 13, as Prabhupada said, don't be too, uh, I don't know, from, I think 5 to 13, you have to be too strict, something like that. Yeah, I don't have kids, so I have no idea. <laughs> but I, so, yes, yeah, strict, but we have to see, uh, at the same time, training, as you said, is, yes, important. So we can, all these wonderful kids I see from Gurukul in Dallas, Playing Mirdanga, singing bhajan, then in the association of devotees. They're doing all the masti also, kids, that's okay. <laughs> but they are in the association of devotees, so that's wonderful. <coughs> um, but, but yes, so when they grow up, they carry on with the sanskaras that they have been given when they are young. That's the whole idea. Thank you. Rasaraj Prabhu, would like to add anything? Okay, thank you all very much. Jai Srila Prabhupada. Haribur.